kingdom in Israel. France says the European Union is preparing new measures to apply pressure on the UK to make it abide by Brexit agreements. And Taiwan expresses concern about what it calls Chinese military activities over its airspace, warning Beijing's actions risk regional peace and stability. Studios here in the capital of Tehran. This is Press TV News. Thanks for joining us. Bahrainis have taken to the streets for the fifth straight night to denounce the opening of the Israeli embassy in Manama. Demonstrators gather outside of the newly opened Israeli embassy. They chanted slogans to slam its opening. No incident was reported during the demonstration. Previous protests turned violent as Bahraini security forces attacked the demonstrators to disperse them. Israel opened its embassy in Manama last Thursday during a visit by Foreign Minister Yair Lapid. Bahrain is one of the four Arab states that normalized ties with Israel last year under a U.S. brokered deal. Bahrain's main opposition group, Al-Wafar, and top cleric, Sheikh Issa Ghassam, have condemned the normalization. Palestinians have called it a stab in their back. <laughs> Such hobby is a Bahraini activist and political analyst who joins us from London. We also have Ryan Dawson, who's a writer and activist, joining us from Osaka. I'd like to welcome you both. Sai Shabi, let me first start with you. And give us uh, an overview, if you can, as to why these so-called normalization deals with Israel uh, is something that is not welcomed. Thank you very much. Uh, Bahrainis have always supported uh, the Palestinian cause, not from now, but from even before the Israelis occupied Palestine in 1948. I, in 1936, uh, Haji Amir Husseini, who was a prominent Palestinian uh, religious leader and national figure, visited Bahrain to raise money uh, and financial support to the Palestinians at the time when the Jewish groups were uh, becoming uh, more vicious. Uh, and he was really welcomed as a hero. And subsequently in 1948, some Bahrainis took part in the war against the occupation. And of course, subsequently, <clears throat> we were participating in a protest in 1967, 1973, and so on. Uh, against the Israelis, against the occupation of Palestine. It has remained, even 2010, when the blockade was imposed on uh, on Gaza, some Bahrainis went to break that uh, deadlock and that uh, blockade uh, through uh, Egypt. And so, so there are always those feelings towards the Palestinian cause. So the uh, Bahrainis became very angry very angry when uh, the ruling family started normalizing relations and the people call it a, a, a treason. The Al Khalifa now uh, have become uh, treacherous and they are, they are really 
becoming hated figures because this policy is simply rejected and there are a lot of protests, a lot of uh, <coughs> tweets, a lot of use of the social media to attack uh, this uh, horrendous uh, and dictatorial regime for its normalization of relation with the occupiers of Palestine. Brian Dawson, uh, one of the things that perhaps is underreported when it comes to this is the intelligence, um, I guess, uh, cooperation that's going to happen uh, and how Israel is going to spread its tentacles inside the respective country, whether it's the Persian Gulf Island, the Bahrain, or the UAE. In particular, the UAE, we have seen some uh, surveillance activities that have taken place between the two, or cooperation, I, sh I should say. Um, such as uh, how they've set up a surveillance center, from what we understand, the Yemeni island of Socotra. Uh, do these uh, countries realize the penetration that Israel is going to have on them when it comes to that, and uh, perhaps how uh, that may go against it? I, I think they do. The leadership understands this, but it doesn't care. There are a lot of backroom deals with the Kushner deal to get uh, these Arab states on board to normalize relations with Israel. Uh, but there's a strict divide between the public and uh, the rulers. And the public understands not only the plight of Palestinians, but Israel is a pariah state that destabilizes the entire region. It was uh, Jewish supremacist, neoconservative Zionists that were writing papers for a foreign head of state at that time, Netanyahu, who was prime minister, that gave the war propaganda for the U.S. to invade Iraq. It's been the Israeli Air Force that is routinely striking Syria all summer long, uh, not striking Al-Qaeda in Syria, striking the Syrian government. They've been acting as Al-Qaeda's Air Force. It's been Israeli intelligence operatives assassinating scientists in Iran uh, and provoking uh, the waterways, uh, blaming everything on Iran. They called for the assassination of Soleimani uh, with the Israeli working group that met with John Bolton in the United States. Uh, and of course, they've routinely invaded and attacked all of their neighbors preemptively. And so there, it's not just Palestine. Israel is a vicious force uh, to all of their neighbors in the entire Middle East. They secretly acquired nuclear weapons by stealing them from the United States. They spy on their allies. If they spy on the United States, you can be sure they're going to spy on the UAE. They're going to be going to spy on Bahrain. Uh, whether or not the leadership there is aware, uh, I would say they are aware. But uh, there must have been a personal deal for them to accept this because nobody would uh, take such steps unless there was some benefit, not in the national interest of the country, but in the personal interest of the state officials. And that's what happened. Such hobby, uh, you know, when you take a look at uh, the process of how this has taken place, I mean, it comes obviously after decades of uh, Israeli violation of Palestinians. So the residents of these countries, like the UAE or like Bahrain or any other Arab nation, realizes uh, that the Palestinian cause is either being jeopardized or being thrown away or being exchanged for whatever it is that these uh, rulers of these regimes think they're getting from Israel. Uh, doesn't that risk the um, residents of each of these countries to rise up against uh, perhaps their officials? Well, of course, there is always the tendency for the people to rise against the, those regimes, especially in Bahrain. They, we have always been, in the last 10 years, I don't think there was a single day when there was no protest against the regime. It is dictatorship, but now it has, become, it has committed tre treason 
not only against Bahrainis, but against the Bahrainis, the Arabs, the Muslims, the humans, human beings. This is number one. Number two, this time, the regime has gone a step further by uh, allowing the Israelis to share uh, getting the information on native Bahrainis. The uh, statistics offices uh, are, have been open to the intelligence services of Israel. And now my personal information is readily available to the Israelis. So, and th this is number two. Number three, the regime is also cooperating and asking the Israelis to support them in terms of security and uh, targeting their opponents. And this is a very serious development. The Bahrainis, uh, especially outside the country and in jail, inside jails, are really worried about what the Israelis are going to do because the uh, Khalifis have uh, authorized the, uh, the, uh, and asked and requested the, the, the help uh, of the Israelis to undertake these uh, actions. So all in all, the situation is very grim, it's very bad for Palestinians, for Bahrainis, for the security of the region, for the human decency uh, in our world. Yeah, one of the things, Ryan Dawson, that has been said, especially in the case of UAE, um, uh, Bahrain, I'm guessing also, is the fact that uh, Israel's motivation or incentive for this has been to spy uh, or to uh, overlook the activities of Iran, especially Bahrain, given the close proximity that it has uh, to Iran. Do you think that that has been one of the incentives, at least for Israel? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Israel never never fails at uh, ac accusing Iran of something. And whether they have the intelligence or not, they're going to use deception. I mean, they've done nothing but lie about Iran. Um, how many times have we heard from Israeli talking uh, heads, both in the United States and Israel, that Iran is six months away from building a nuclear bomb? They've been six months away from building a nuclear bomb since like 2007. Uh, so. Yes, they're going to gather intelligence, um, but they use that. They're going to lie about what other intelligence they gather anyway, but at least they have the pretext of saying, oh, yeah, this is just classified. No one's allowed to look at it but us. If there are any whistleblowers, we'll just have them thrown in jail. But it wasn't what Israel offered Bahrain. It was what Israel got the United States to offer Bahrain and the UAE. The U.S. is the one with all the carrots, but Israel tightly controls, especially during the Donald Trump uh, regime, and things haven't really changed very much the uh, policies of the United States in the Middle East against Americans' own interests. Uh, but it continues this way because they have an unregistered lobby, APAC, that openly bribes illegally members of Congress and the President. And finally, uh, the protests uh, are going on in Bahrain, um, uh, Said Shahabi, against uh, this move, especially, obviously, with the Israeli embassy. Um, do you think that, uh, and I think you, you mentioned this, but do you think that Israel is going to cooperate with uh, Bahraini security forces to try to clamp down on any of these protests that happen uh, in the future? Are they going to penetrate the security system there? Well, we must not forget that last year, uh, only a few days uh, after the Khalifis and the Emiratis signed their uh, treacherous uh, agreement with the Israelis, uh, only a few days after that, the head of Mossad was received by the ruler of Bahrain, the dictator, the present dictator. Why is it? What for? Uh, what, what does Bahrain need Mossad for if it is not uh, to surveil and to, to, to pursue the uh, opposition? We must not forget that the regime of Bahrain is, is the worst 
hated regime in the Middle East. There is total separation and total divorce between the people of Bahrain, the natives, Shia and Sunni, and the uh, ruling family. So that is really uh, one of the reasons why the uh, rulers have decided to go all the way to Israel in order to protect themselves because I think they have given up on any support from the people who hate them because of their dictatorship, torture, uh, and uh, other <coughs> other criminal activity against uh, the people. So we expect, and I expect, more um, protest, more anti-regime activities. And I think the regime, it is, forced, uh, it is just a hated one that must, be, that must go. It should not remain, especially after has committed the highest treason, and that is by uh, abandoning the main Arab cause, which is the Palestinian cause. Brian Dawson, a final question to you here. Um, I'd, I'd like to get your reaction on a, a particular development that came uh, in the past weeks. And uh, it talked about how Tel Aviv has transferred high-tech equipment to the UAE uh, to carry out sabotage, sabotage uh, acts against the Arab maritime navigation systems in the Persian Gulf. And some of the things that it uh, says here to disrupt the Persian Gulf and Sea of Oman's region's air and maritime navigation systems, transfer the focal point of the crisis away from the occupied ter territories, and um, also uh, saying that uh, it's uh, one of the other aims is to sow discord and misunderstanding among the regional countries. Do you think those are some of the aims of Israel? Yeah, I almost said that in the previous uh, answer. The Maritime Silk Road is what a lot of this is all about. It's why Saudi Arabia is at war with Yemen. It's, it's controlling these, this port access and the flow of goods. Israel has pressured the United States into putting sanctions on Iran under the mythos of a non-existent nuclear weapons program. Uh, and they have strangled them uh, with sanctions and trying to economically break them because uh, that is the precursor to future military intervention, whether they get a, a Ziri revolt within Iran or whatever they're planning. But we've already seen several incidents on the maritime um, deceptions about uh, ships being attacked or mysteriously somebody put a water mine and hit this boat or that. And it's always blamed without evidence on Iran. The better access they have to uh, maritime intelligence and navigation, the easier it is to create an accident or uh, lie about the information. And that's all they've done up to this point. And so I wouldn't see any real uh, anything other than nefarious means for wanting to have access to this uh, other than sabotage and deception, ultimately targeting Iran because that is the largest threat to Israeli hegemony of power. Well, thank you so much. Let me thank our guests, Saeed Shahabi, Bahraini activist and political analyst from London, and Ryan Dawson there. Thank you, writer and activist from Osaka. Many thanks for your input. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. We'll send you the link. I can say what I really think, but it'd be a little too much for press TV. <laughs> thank you. Thank You're you. You're going to have a Gulf of Tonkin. All right. See you. <laughs>